0: Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Saints Radio. It's a great blessing to have this wonderful, wonderful gift from the Lord each week, and that we can sit down with you, our Saints family, and just talk about things that the Lord is doing, and uh, we don't take that lightly, so we welcome you, and I welcome, let's see, what kind of accolade can I throw up at the front there? (laughs) That's
1: right, I wasn't here last week. Yeah, you weren't
0: here last week, and I had to go solo, afraid I was a little bit hard on the people.
1: Oh, you did great. Well, it's funny, because I'm sitting here looking at this big, beautiful screen, that we have up here in the broadcast booth. And since we've gotten this new equipment, I have to admit that I don't know how to use it. And I know that you've walked me through it, but I look at it and it's almost intimidating because I think, yeah, because I don't know about you all, but for me, unless I'm actually forced to sit down and go through the process, that's how I learn. And um, since you usually drive this boat from week to week, uh, unless you're not here, which is rare, and I'm just like forced to come up here and sit down and and walk through it, then, but that's okay. I'm not going to let it, I'm not going to let it get to me (laughs) or intimidate me because I'm so thankful for the technology that we have. I mean what a gift and I was thinking about that not long ago I was thinking about I remember 20 years ago when we would pray have have prayer times and God would begin to reveal things and the internet as we knew it was fairly new and we were just getting email and our blackberries and and devices to be able to connect that way and it was all something that was so incredibly new but so such breakthrough and the Lord would show in the spirit glimpses of the Internet and the Oracle you know and things like that that were spoken of both from a good from from the tobe and the raw and you know what what I realize is that this technology I mean, the Lord knew this from the foundation of the world, that this is where we would be with technology. I mean, this was part of his perfect design. And that is just amazing to me, because I, when I think about the nature of God and who he is and the creative nature of who he is, and the, it just, it's so mind-boggling that literally, I mean, he... This was his seed. I mean, this was... This came from him, and yes, the, of course, the enemy takes everything and and uses it. Um, but it's just amazing to me.
0: You know that it really is a fascinating point because God chose this moment in conjunction with His plan for the nations and and the world and the saints to bring this to um, connect because when we first started when we when all of us first started remember the only thing we had was uh, the ability to either produce it on a cassette or on a cd and mail it somewhere
1: i still have cassettes of teachings that Mm. that you did when i was when i was just a babe here
0: (laughs) (laughs) when i was just a baby my pastor told me (laughs) son. listen to this cassette now don't ever think of running away <laughs> well anyway we're just happy to have this equipment and um, I am grateful for the potential of what it affords for us and if you've not noticed recently there are a lot of uh, changes that are happening in the spirit realm God had warned us how many times did he tell us over the past two years I'm transitioning we're transitioning and then you know he's turning the page and the enemy scrambling to try to maneuver and um, we are really seeing it manifest and and play out in front of us and I I believe as we were chatting just, just for a minute or two before prayer this morning that a lot of the factors that we've experienced over these past couple of years in the natural and in the spiritual have been signs for us so that we could overcome in them and learn if we would be willing to how to process and how to function within those things because um, what's coming is more drastic than any of us realize and it it did take experiencing a pandemic and experiencing being set apart and experiencing the the top that there's a lot of things that we're sensing right now and have been that God just in one instance was waking us up and secondly instructing us in different uh, segments of our existence and then also showing us some of the things that the enemy is doing and, um, <laughs> but, but through it all we learn and we get prepared and we see things. And we were also talking about how that this climate s- seems to have activated the Word in, in new ways. But it's, the Word is always that way. Mm-hmm. You know, everything we've done as saints has been God leading us into a scenario or a manifestation, or a burden, and then that would trigger our understanding of the scripture. And again, we were speaking about that wonderful passage that says, Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And the lamp opens up new things, it, it, it takes us into. The, uh, the scenarios that God has ordained for us to walk in. You know, the seven lamps before the throne are indicative of his seven spirits, and so lamps do that. But the light to, um, um, to our pathway is secondary to that. It's the extension of that. And I'll be quiet after this, but those things we often said and we've talked about this earlier in our walk as Christians that the word would be a direction for us that the word would be um, you know a counsel for us and so we're on this pathway and we don't know which way to go and we look to the word and it was our light now God can give direction that way and he does we're thankful for his word but in real time the word is our meat the Word is our strength. The word is our guide, not just in our human pathway. That's secondary. and that's often what we relegate the word to in the general church. You know, even that little that little thing that I'm sure you had, maybe your grandparents had that little box with those little cards with scripture and you'd yank one out and read it and that was your you know your direction for the day. To me, the Spirit is directing. The Spirit is guiding. And and so when we follow the Lord into the new place he's led us into through the lamp of his, of his heart, his, his spirit, then the pathway itself will ignite the light instead of the light being um, the operative thing that guides the pathway. You know, we're, we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. There's a lot of shadows we put our feet into before we really know what we're doing. And we think, Lord, you know, I'm going to step out onto this water and it's, it's moving and the wind is blowing, but I'm going to keep my eye on you. And I, and I really do see that the Word, uh, the light of the Word, is generated upon the path of faith that we've stepped into Not knowing what we'll encounter, but trusting that He's with us. And so, I've been, again, uh, this is the last thing of our brief talk before prayer. Uh, I've been delighted by looking at passages of Scripture that, in all honesty, I've known. I've read them many, many times. I studied them. But I just kind of leave them alone because they're end-time Scriptures. And I've heard so much nonsense be spun out on that, and, um, and so I've just not tried to pursue it because God is leading us and there's no sense me throwing conjecture into what's happening in the end times. But once we're in this new season and we're in this new page of the timetable of the Lord, as I look at those scriptures. They're coming alive now, which tells me this is the path we're we're not going to be on. We're on it, and that's an exciting thing. And so you have you have the word coming alive in in regard to the, these these places that we're in eschatologically. You have the signs that God is giving to try to wake us up and toughen us up and 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 to. Um, Cause us to to grow a little bit. And then you also have the things that the Spirit is doing within us that are manifestations um, of uh, His Spirit within. And that's kind of uh, what it's kind of the, the overall. Shot that the manifestations of the Spirit within concerning what you were speaking about in prophesying on Sunday. And I think the Lord is really wanting to continue to show us what those manifestations are. You know, go back to the initial time when we were teaching about Ma and the bowels. There is no way in the world I would have been looking at that if people weren't having that gripping in the, the place of the, the belt of truth to where we were walking in that. God was moving in that. People were manifesting that. And the Word lit up and showed us what it was that we were walking in. We didn't get that, you know, we didn't get that revelation and say, okay, now we're going to lay hands on everybody and you may feel something really weird in your belly, but just know it's from God. You can't impart that in that way. It's something that God triggers from that spirit, that his spirit that is within us.
1: It truly is the, the do and the teach. Yeah. But it's also, to me, the whole principle of the mystery and the way that we're supposed to be stewards of the mystery and, and how, I mean, how does that manifest? Well, that manifests and we know this through our intercession, through our diversities of our prayer and diverse tongues and, in, and our spiritual languages that partner in what God is doing in that moment mm-hmm. to bring forth the revelation of the mystery. Yeah. And that's, we've walked this for years now but there's a there's something I I I hesitate yeah and I hesitate saying it but I there's no other way for me to describe it there is something different he's doing Mm -hmm. and I can describe it as something deeper and I I just very clumsily try to express it by saying almost like the fallow ground that's within me he is breaking that up so that he can dig deeper to take us into a deeper place of intercession in this whole process. And it's so uncomfortable. I mean, and it affects me in my gut and it's affecting me in my, like my heart races and like my breastplate. And it's affecting every part of me and everything within me wants to run <laughs> because I'm so uncomfortable and agitated, but I know that I know that I know that it's him, and and I'm so thankful because I I, I just am so thankful.
0: So. Well, that's that's Jude twenty. I was thinking about this yesterday, where it says, "Beloved, praying in the Spirit, building up your most holy faith," and that is a that is an architectural term, building up. And so, what it's really saying is that as we pray in the Spirit, we pray the mysteries of God, we stay close to Him, we serve Him in that way, within us, within us, those areas that God ordained for us to be and those areas that He ordained us to use in service to Him, those expand, those build, those build out according to the plan and there's construction going on in there and you, you you used to have a one a one floor beautiful apartment and now according to the commensurate with the time you're praying in the spirit and that that architectural plan then starts growing and developing and now you have a second story and you have you know, you know all kinds of other things but I I really think that there are capacities within us that as we've remained faithful to pray in the Spirit, and particularly diversities of tongues, that God is expanding, and that feels different. But it's the same. It's still on site. It's not a housing development. It's building this, this amazing thing that God ordained for each of us from the foundation of the world.
1: I think, it too, I think it too is is establishing a deeper foundation for what's to come. And, and this is something that I was really sensing on Sunday morning when I came into prayer is, you know, he's gonna shake things. And, and I almost feel like the insides of me are being shaken to, to shake out anything that's not shakeable. Yeah, but part of that is that process. It's you know, and I'm sure you could somehow overlay the parable of the soils and the the um, just the found just the foundation that we are not moved by anything that goes on around us. That because guys, this is only the beginning. I mean, I, if we believe the Bible, I mean, this is this is only the beginning and I want my foundation to be so sure and so built upon the rock that I am not tossed about and I'm not worried well I shouldn't say this because never say never but it's not like I'm worried about being tossed about by every wind of doctrine I don't want to be tossed about by fear and anxiety and just the natural reaction to what we're living in and and so, whatever is necessary to strengthen, like you said, to expand and to strengthen, I want every part of it, no matter how uncomfortable it is, no matter how long it takes. I mean, yeah, so.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I know. I mean, so what is happening around us in the geopolitical realm is part of the end time scenario and you can feel that pulse and I have to admit that it was a whole lot easier for me to offer supplication and prosuke for the most recent administration than it is for this because only God knows what should be being done now. Only God knows and and I just find myself vacillating between praying in the spirit and asking forgiveness Mm -hmm. Um, and but that that is a factor too uh, in in the spirit realm and what what is being laid in motion in a faraway land right now is is really affecting the end-time scriptures not affecting them, is being reflected uh, in, in preparation for the end-time scriptures. And I hate to say that, but it nevertheless is true. So, but the point, though, is that there are, there are burdens and there are manifestations that are happening in the lives the bodies, the spirits of, of intercessors, and you know, I know that many of you um, reached out to Monica since Sunday, saying that there were thi- there are things like that that are happening in in you, and um, I think that when when we first started feeling years ago burdens and the gravity of, of the Ma'a and the different types of compulsions that the Spirit would, would lay upon us, the travails, those, those were wonderful, but to a large degree, we were basically functioning and gaining an insight that, yeah, these things are from God. Mm -hmm. here it is in the word Mm -hmm. because that's not in the Baptist quarterly (laughs) none of these things are but now on the line upon that framework we're sensing these things to as you said to a deeper um, more what's a good word I don't want to say extravagant but a more expansive level because how do you get more extravagant than the first love i mean you, you can't um but so we're not we're not looking at the scripture to say what meaneth this from a standpoint of well we don't have any clue what we're what this what this means we know what a number of these things mean in an elemental foundational way now we're being led into uh, expanded measures of function
1: yeah and it, it pastor it it's so much i mean the foundation of all of it is our relationship with the lord and and if we could ever identify with the lord jesus christ it's in this because i mean you just think about what he walked upon this earth to expand the kingdom to teach the kingdom and that's what he passed on to us that's our responsibility is to expand the kingdom here on the earth to teach the kingdom and to that that's our responsibility but his relationship with the father was one and 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 in the holy ghost and there's something so beautiful to me about the essence of who we are in him and in our intimate relationship with him and our function and I'm I'm I'm, it's like we're here to do we're here to function we're here to accomplish in that measure of peace but the lamp is lit through the intimate communion relationship and so that is the only place It's like through all of this, I find relief in his presence. And, and when I intentionally go after his presence and spend time with him and commit to him, and the sad thing to me is that we've talked about breakthrough. This is a huge part of the breakthrough that God has been prophesying and, and he, he's waiting for our yes. He's waiting. I feel like he has been waiting for my yes, for this moment. And have I been I don't want to say that I've shied away from it. But have I been too distracted and too busy for that? Yes. Until now. And, and that's between me and the Lord, but I know that I know that I know that I could not go, I could not step, take another step forward without my heart completely opening up and saying, yes, Lord, anything you want to do, any way you want to use me, all I want is you. And I don't know, guys, I just know that we are here for such a time as this, for such an incredible purpose. And I don't want us to miss it. We're not gonna miss it. And I feel like this seminar is gonna be hugely significant in our posture before the Lord and our heart postured before the Lord and it is going to be life-changing. I mean, I feel like this moment for me right now is life-changing. So. God never said it was gonna be easy but it's glorious and you know you talk about you talk about the light and you talk about the word and he gives us everything that we need and and being in his presence we carry the light and that's how we take it into the darkness it's his presence and we just we can't forsake him. If he's if he is knocking on the door of your heart and saying, "I want more, I want more time, I want the first fruits of your time," I just beg you, open the door. And I don't know. It's just there is nothing. There is nothing else. <laughs> I mean, there's just not there's nothing else more fulfilling or of greater value than that and we these I mean we all know this it's just we just fill our lives with things that yes they're important but they're not the most important this is the most important and and so and I say that in a time in my life where I've got things that are pulling on me that I never envisioned would be happening right now with elderly parents and, you know, all kinds of burdens of this world. And I won't forsake those and I will honor what I need to honor, but at the same time, my heart, I want my heart to be postured to where this is the most important thing. And that is who we are is, that is who we are and what he's called us to function
0: in. Amen. Well, I agree with you that this gathering coming up in just a few short weeks is consequential in many ways. And um, I'm so very grateful that we have the, the privilege of being able to do this and we are uh, expecting measures of commune with God that have not happened before. And the reason they've not happened before is it's not been God's timing for them to happen. You know, timing, divine timing seems to have two prevalent factors. first is our preparedness Our willingness to to study to show ourselves approved and to have walked with God having our faith tried and all the things that we need to do therein to mature and to grow and also whatever God is intending for the uh, for the world at that time and so, this is a timetable gathering and the Spirit is, um, is bringing us to a point, to quote a phrase, for such a time as this, and you've been being prepared and readied for this moment. And so, that's how God can do things that we've not done before. It's not that... He's just wanting to keep entertaining us. It's that building up our most holy walk before the throne. So, uh, you know, you you think about several of the parables. I've been reading over and over again, Matthew 24 and 25 and Mark 13, where Jesus is teaching at the request of his disciples. He's not really teaching about the end time. He's... He's speaking things that are pertinent, but it's not what you would think would be a, a, a real teaching, because if he was teaching about it, he would say, this is going to happen, and you better watch out for this, and you better watch out for that. Um, so uh, he, um, he speaks a lot about many things that we're experiencing right now. And, uh, I, I've been really enjoying reading those passages. I, I think that we're, we're living, we're living them. And the things that we've thought about the end times, uh, when you look candidly at the scripture, man, were we off center, um, I've, I've really been enjoying this, and I, I'm I'm trying prayerfully to. To measure, eight or nine times, with my studies before I. Cut anything before I speak anything, because as soon as you say something half cocked, then some Weisenheimer says, "Well, what about this verse?" And then you're, you're doing the moonwalk, you know, backpedaling. But. We're, we're living so many of those things as opposed to the past where people would read them and try to forecast what's coming. We really are living them now. And it's, it's exciting in a way. There's strength in the Word in that way. There's strength in our partnership with God in that way. And it's, it's that keep your eyes on Jesus thing. Keep your eyes on on the king of saints the one who is before us and walk with him so
1: i know one of the the things that has really just kept me over these last couple of weeks and i said this on sunday is the reality of the reality of the reality that jesus is at the right hand making intercession for us (laughs) for the saints according to the will of the father and don't you find such great comfort in that like his intercession his inter the the Lord's intercession Uh, what else is there (laughs) I mean mean, and I and I've been in this sanctuary and been in a diverse atmosphere and heard the, the the tongue of the Lord not very often it's been I can count on maybe three fingers when I've heard that happen but, and and it's, I mean, it is beyond anything imaginable to hear his intercession, but just to think that he is ever making intercession for us, that we will fulfill the will of our Father here on the earth, to me is so profound and so empowering and so comforting to know. So, whatever we're facing, huh?
0: That's kind of like that patience of the saints where it's the faith of the saints in one verse and in the next chapter it's the faith of Jesus. Those are, should be the same, but they're different, they're the same but different. Joint heirs with Christ and that at the right hand he's praying and it's a wonderful thing to be there with him on behalf of the things he's praying that you will do in the will of god yeah isn't that amazing what a
1: privilege yeah i mean what an incredible privilege it is i I, you know more and more i just find myself just so yearning and i can say to be like him because that's what holiness is i mean be ye holy as i am holy and but to be like him and to emulate or to live live out that oneness with the father to where you know, we can labor and we can toil and we have to study to show ourselves approved. We have to be prepared. I am, listen, I am right there 100% in that. But I also recognize that when I come up to the plate, (laughs) I come up to the plate knowing that it's him.
0: yeah,
1: And that it's him in me, it's his presence, it's his spirit in me that can actually deliver the power the word whatever it is and and so if i'm looking at him like he's looking at his father or if i'm looking at my father and i'm doing what i see him doing that's where i want to be because i know we won't i won't miss it if my eyes are there and i just feel like that's how jesus walked this earth i mean he said it over and over again he would echo what he saw his father doing from the throne. And, but that only comes through knowing him. And it's just, it's such a great, it's just, there's just no words.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it's that, that's, it's that affections, that, that phrenic connection with the neck that connects with the spirit and breathing and that's where our understandings come from the understandings come from the base of that affection because it's the same word and
1: and then too and maybe this is the same so forgive me but when jesus would talk about like when he would go into a town and he would be stirred with compassion and his belly, you know, and his, it's a different Greek word.
0: Yeah, that's this. I think it's a spleg, splegnos. Yeah,
1: yeah. But he would be stirred with compassion, and then he would see what his father would have for him to do, and he would extend his hand and heal them, or feed them, or do whatever.
0: Yeah, now see, that brings up another thing, because that aspect, I think, is closest to the Ma'a.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: in the New Testament.
1: And the burden, like really...
0: But what does that mean? Because, see, people read that and they think, whoa, Jesus just ministered in... He was just all about love. He had pity. Yeah, he had had pity. No, he
1: saw what... Sorry. He
0: only did what his father showed him to do. And
1: it says that over and over again.
0: And, um, you know, like in that really inconvenient passage where... That woman came, that woman, she came to him and said, uh, you know, my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. And she said, what am I doing with you? I mean, should the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the mat? Should, should the dogs eat the bread that's for the children? And then she said what she said about the, the crumbs. And he said, because of this statement, what if she hadn't said that? See? yeah I don't think Jesus well I don't rephrase Jesus did not mince words what he said is the word and there aren't any extrapolations there it's it's and I believe that when he said because of what you just said in your response you got what you or the woman with the issue of blood or the centurion man yes I've never seen such great faith in all of uh, all of Israel um to that to that man i understand authority i say to this one go and i say to that one come
1: but did i mean if the if the if the father knows the end from the beginning and he's looking at his father and doing what he sees his father doing he knew their response like he knew the heart of that woman and the faith of that woman who in my eyes is a he is a champion because
0: well as a mother yeah
1: to have faith like that yeah. I just, but
0: she could have. Okay. What could she have said when he said, get out of here? Should the, should the dogs eat from the table? Of the she sons? could have been offended and run she away. She could have said, how dare you? Yeah, I Which so many you, people uh, would. What kind of love is that? Yeah. That's what most people would have said.
1: No, I want that faith. <laughs> no matter what I encounter. Yeah. No so, matter how I'm treated, I want that faith.
0: So it wasn't that he just went around with that, with a goofy grin on his face just handing out candy to everybody. No. I mean, he tried to get away from crowds. No. He did.
1: I mean, how did he... Yeah, I mean, you've said this so many times when... Is it the the Pool of Bethesda when he passed by that so many yes. times and he just passed by?
0: Well, the, the man at the gate, beautiful. At the gate, beautiful. But then the Pool of Bethesda, he wa- he had to walk over people to get to that one guy.
1: So he walked past the guy at the gate, but then he let Peter and John actually Mm
0: -hmm. which
1: was also the echo i mean it was it was also that scenario yeah
0: so here you come back to the manifestation of that moving Mm -hmm. deep within Mm -hmm. and um these manifestations right now that are from god in our bodies mean something it's a trigger of something and you know you know, the Song of Solomon, you know, when when the lover was near, there was that moving, and and it compelled. And so, it could, well, it definitely means that the Lord is near and He's leading us. It definitely means that it's the timing of God for cataclysmic and and uh, immense things to be occurring. It definitely means that there are um, releases of, how did Jesus know that, how did Jesus know that dunamis went out of him when that woman touched the hem of his garment? Because there were people all around and the disciples very clearly, very obstinately said, what are you saying that for? People are pressing in all around you. So it wasn't. It wasn't,
1: wasn't that external. Right. It was but the internal. How,
0: how did he know that dunamis flowed out of him? There had to, there feel had to it, be a manifestation.
1: Yeah, yeah it's just. <laughs> I don't know if you have thought this, but. Yeah, I mean, just yesterday I was sitting there in my prayer room and I was praying and studying and I just. I was just beside myself I mean I was so irritated in my gut not physically <laughs> I mean honestly and I just everything I thought about in the natural irritated me I know like such a petty thing to have to deal with I mean just all these things were just felt so petty to me to have to deal with and it was zapping my energy in the natural and I I mean I remember I would, I was just asking the Lord Lord I you got to give me breakthrough I, please, I beg you, by the end of this week, <laughs> I, mean, I was just, but it, but I say this before the Lord and before you, I mean, I don't want it finished till it's finished, and in fact, I don't know if I ever want it finished, but, um, I, I, I mean, did he just walk around with that irritation, that, uh, irritation's a bad word, agitation, stirring, discomfort, because i'm also like i mean i've been preaching peace and how we dwell in peace i'm going to talk to the brazil people today about that i mean i so how do you manage all, all of these spiritual dynamics and and maintain your place of rest and peace in the midst of of the agitation
0: well, you know, again, I think that I, that's a good question. And I think it. I remember that one time that, that uh, one of the angels said to me, "It's imperative that you think in four, and many times five ways Whew. at once." So we've we've got to be able to keep our focus on the priority, but be able to compartmentalize. You know, I'm with you. I mean, I find myself yesterday apologizing to the French people on behalf of our country. I'm embarrassed. We've been so busy building Wokistan that we, you know, We're totally putting the whole abandoned world at Afghanistan. Risk. Yeah. yeah. What does that do for Israel? What's that do for Taiwan? Do you know my friend, uh, my dentist, mm-hmm. he, there are so many Christians in Taiwan, so many so many pockets of people who love the Lord and are praying. And they're just right across the waters from this behemoth that wants to devour them and mutilate them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so I, but I, but I sense that. And like we talked, I have to set, I have to almost, I have to draw down and not even. I have to stop thinking because in the natural it's so infuriating and you have to separate yourself from that. And it's hard to do. It really is hard to do. Um. And and it and that's one of the signs. You know, we in America particularly, with apologies to the Bénichons and to Olivia who are listening over in Europe, and probably a Wally in Mexico. You know, we've grown up basically post World War II in the greatest land Prosperity. on earth, yeah. with uh, with the greatest military on earth. Mm-hmm. And we've done a lot of dumb things, but I never, I never was concerned. Never, I never had any issues. But now I recognize not only. Can't I trust the government to ensure me and my family in this ministry, but also i can't I can't trust them, so our hope is not in that not that it ever really was spiritually
1: yeah.
0: we lived under the canopy of the freedoms this nation provided to anyway we in pseudo-Christian many ways to the Western nation. world, yeah.
1: So, I mean, you do find confidence
0: in that. Yeah. I I was listening to Bill O'Reilly last week, and he said he was giving those statistics about Americans. Like 70% of Americans that they polled couldn't say what the first book of the Bible is. 60% that they, or it was 70% couldn't tell the four Gospels. In America? Yes. And 60% didn't know. What the first book in the Bible was, and Shame and he us. said that the internet is the new Bible,
1: yeah, because
0: oh yeah. the Bible's getting walloped from all kinds of stor- sources from the demonic realm, from the progressive realm,
1: which is all in the same,
0: yeah, from <laughs> yes, from um, the political realm, from the American heathen realm, and the word is just being blasted, academia my gosh I read these things and I think you really this is blasphemy to touch the word and but thank God we have the word Um, but this nation only by the goodness of God and I pray that, that God will use this as a wake up call to Christians of, of many denominations, of many colors, to come together and say, we don't like what we see. This is not what God wants. And maybe that forms a new coalition that will agree for the visitation of the Spirit. But even when that happens, Not everybody's going to accept it, just like on the Day of Pentecost or at the Ascension. So, anyway. Interesting times, though. But we come back to the framework of what's God doing in you? So, we've established the fact that we all recognize that it's not only nonsense, it's dangerous nonsense that is happening geopolitically. But we, we really have to focus on our mission as saints as sons in the kingdom and we have to recognize what our father who is over all things is giving to us and activating in us and that's a beautiful Mm -hmm. it's like what the apostle Paul said if in this life only I had hope I would be of all people most miserable our hope is in Him, in God. And we have to keep reiterating that to ourselves daily. So it's a good, it's a good days. It's, oh, it's yeah. good days. You know, I'm, I'm trying to balance the authority that God is giving to us. Because, hey, look, if it was up to me arguing a case in front of the throne, and with what I think should happen, I'd be tossed out of court because what I want to happen obviously ain't what God's doing in the natural but what, what can we see about what is really going to happen prophetically and how, how can we pray f- with God for that to happen and how can we prepare and, and I think some of the signs we're having in our physical and spiritual frame are I- indicative of what is coming it's kind of like you know when you see a little puppy demonstrate something that that breed was bred to do. You think that puppy just did that. It's just cute as can be, but it has no idea that this is what it's supposed to be doing. I think we're having some traits, some some stirrings and we should learn how to interpret what is happening as a prophetic light on what's coming because they, just, they don't just happen so God can entertain us or that we can say oh boy this is great I love it because I can feel the Lord well yeah that's true but why is that happening what does it portend what, what is God saying I'm starting to build this you need to learn and you need to be ready because you're going to use this and so it's, it's exciting but it, it's nice to become what Jesus said you have to become as a little child to enter into these new phases of the kingdom which means you're being given your, your new backpack you're being given new experiences you walk in the door of that place you don't know what it means and you're like a little child but it's a higher grade what do I use this thing for? What do I use this thing for? And the Holy Spirit is saying, okay, class, we're going to study this today. I, I think it's really a neat process.
1: Totally. I'm so thankful. So thankful. And I I, I, I mean... I think the Lord is is honing us, is refining us, our perspective. We've been talking about this for months, but also our reactions and how critical it is that, that we react in the spirit appropriately, but in the natural that we don't react inappropriately. And we were talking about this pre-prayer this morning too, about how easy it is to let your words be curses rather than blessing to 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 speak things rather than take those things to intercession. And I think we need to remember that we have been given these the gift of intercession and we know better. We know better guys. And yet it's so easy it's so easy just to start yakking (laughs) and but it's not fruitful it's not it's not productive now processing things but see we can do things in the name of processing that aren't necessarily of the spirit i've seen that happen so much um, especially this is not to name names but in the younger generation because they've they've been raised in this language of processing, you need to process. And so you can go to a friend or someone in process about something that happened over here. And you're not blessing. You're, (laughs) you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. we just have to be really careful. And I, you know, if we're called to stand in the gap, if we're called to be that one, we have like you said on Sunday we have to be able to stand in the gap in the midst of the raging tempest in the midst of the storm and keep our eyes on Jesus and not look at the waves and that this is God just honing our perspective but there's chastening in it too that will you know hopefully yield the peaceable fruit of righteousness it's just there's so many things he's doing in us and it's all necessary for where we're going And I just go back and back over and over and say, Jesus, as he walked on this earth is our greatest example, because he knew what he was facing when he was old enough to understand. I mean, when do you think that might have been when he recognized that he was on this earth to do what he, his father had sent him to do, but the ultimate objective was to go to the cross. I mean, to live your life, knowing that that's where you're headed. For the joy that was set before him, how, uh, yeah, how do you not react to that from time to time?
0: <laughs> right.
1: How do you not wake up in the middle of the night deliberating like, "Oh Lord"? So anyway, Yeah. it's good. It's good. Good. Good.
0: Yeah. Well.
1: What time is it? They, it is. they move we the have clock.
0: Less than five minutes. Woo! Um, This uh, Sunday is an odd Sunday because it's a fifth Sunday, one of those rare fifth Sundays. So first Saturday is not until a week from Saturday. And um, that will have some measure of consequence because it's the one preceding our seminar, our gathering. Did I, did I tell you how happy we are that we're able to have this gathering and we believe we're expecting God to do great things? So. Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> tell us Tell, us tell it, Luther. Tell it. Tell us. So go on the website and register. And tell us if you're going to be here in person. Luke or in uh, virtual and I believe that that's that's an easy thing to do but we need you to do it and you know who knows Um, we we might in the middle of the seminar for those of you who are virtual we may need to
1: I was going to talk to you about that
0: say something to you well, I was, communicate with you
1: yeah we talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago and I was thinking about that earlier in prayer that how wonderful it would be to be able to connect them I mean we have the cap capacity through zoom not through the whole seminar but for maybe the beginning of a session where we can actually minister to those that aren't able to be here um, and connect that way but we'll see
0: Well, we are going to be having some some directed prayer times <clears throat> that we won't really know the full measure of what they'll entail until we're actually upon them and it would really be nice to have a way for us to communicate if we needed to beyond just listening here so please register it's not doesn't cost you anything you know, it would be one thing. I would feel really guilty if we were charging people 100 bucks to do this.
1: People would pay 100 bucks. People pay 100 bucks to do an online Zoom seminar. Yeah. But that's not what we're about.
0: But, you know, I'd, I'd feel kind of guilty if I was saying register, knowing that every one of them was going to generate a Benjamin. That's Ben Franklin Luke, $100.
1: Yeah, he knows that. No, I know. I just
0: I would be I always feel like Luke is sitting here beside me because usually when we're up here Luke is somewhere there or Sylvie and um so I have to I do not understand this. Uh, anyway, it's time to say goodbye. Be blessed. Thank you for joining with us and May God continue to lead all of us. We'll look forward to being with you tomorrow on Wednesday night live. And uh, then uh, next time we can be together. It's always a blessing to us. We pray it is to you. So thanks. Bye.